We're on WDJY 99.1 FM, Goodman Sports Talk Radio, with Genesis Bryant, Lovejoy High Senior, and future, what is it again? You're going to college, right? Yes, sir. NC State. All right, cool. Future NC State Lady Wolfpack member. Jen, all right. First of all, I've been talking to a lot of people around the Henry County, Clayton County area, and we need to talk about Jay Moore's impact on basketball in and around Henry and Clayton County. I mean, I know he's got like this worldwide look, but what have you seen out of him from the beginning of your career? Um, well, I started with Coach Jay as soon as I got to high school. So the ninth grade, my ninth grade ball, and one of the main things he told me was, we're going to build an empire on the south side. Because it was a lot of AU teams that was like in North Georgia and like just in the better parts of Georgia. And he was like, we're going to get it out where we came from and we're going to build this thing on the south side. And he was like, we're going to make a national name for ourselves. And, and mind you, at the time, we um, no one knew, like no one really knew us. We was just getting into high school, fresh out of middle school. And I knew nothing about really the AAU world and just the real circuit and rankings. or I knew nothing about that type of stuff. So when he was telling me, I was saying I was agreeing. I was like, okay, but I didn't really put much thought into it. So I remember our first AU season, um, ninth grade summer going in tenth grade. We play up. We play sometimes we'll play seventeen U and then we play sixteen U, but we never play like our bracket. And I remember the first year was kind of tough because we would make it. Like we would, we didn't lose a lot, but we would make it to like the final four or maybe the championship game. Then we'll just lose. And we can kind of see the difference between the real elite 17U teams and then just teams that we've been playing, um, teams that we've just been playing regularly. So just that kind of experience helped mold me into knowing that it's a way higher level than what I was exposed to with AAU. And then in that, it helped me with high school, going to um, my high school season with the same type of tenacity knowing that it's always a higher level and just grind it out and working but um yeah coach Jay really helped like develop me as a player and like knowing the different ways to come off a ball screen or different moves and then combo moves just a true point guard mindset is something that he really helped instill in me man that's amazing so over the years, and of course, I didn't have the opportunity to watch you as much because where I was at, I couldn't see you as often as I would have liked, like, uh, say, the guys before me. Mm-hmm. And I never saw your development from a player standpoint. But whenever I used to see you on the court, it was always electric. You would have a deep three. You could throw in a dime. You can squeeze a ball into a gap that not many high schoolers could could do. Was that part of that training there with Jay? Yeah, he, he kind of taught me basketball on, like, a different level of playing it. So, like, he prepared me for the college level when I was just in ninth grade, and that just kind of grew. And with Coach King, too, with high school, it can it kind of just grew, and then, you know, the play I am today. Speaking of Coach King, so, Jen, a lot of people know in the basketball world, you missed pretty much the last half of the season, of your senior season, too, no less. Yeah. Sitting on the bench after an injury. Now, I'm not going to speculate on what it was, and you don't have to tell us because, again, there's lots of rules out there and laws that I don't want to violate today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you wound up missing the last half of the season, and you could see the frustration was on your face, but you were still out there as part of the team. You were helping them out in warm ups. You were still out there putting up a couple of shots. But 
when it came down to it, Coach Cedric King of Lo- of Lovejoy, he didn't let you play in that last game of the season, which was ultimately what against Langston Hughes, and you guys lost, and mm. you were you were ready to go. I had you had family in there that were saying put Jen in. You had friends <laughs> out there put saying put Jen in, and yet Coach King didn't put you in. Did he ever tell you why he didn't put you in, or was there? Do you feel ill will, I guess, towards Coach King for not putting you in? Or, I mean, what was the conversation? What was the exchange between you and King? Because I know y'all talked after. Well, we didn't really talk about it, but it was kind of an understanding that I knew. And he knew that I wasn't ready to play in that game. And if I were to hurt myself even more, I know he would never forgive himself for it. So we never discussed it, but I understood his decision. And I had full trust in my teammates and. I still do. And I don't regret not playing because I knew I wasn't I wasn't capable of playing. I didn't want to injure myself later on and then mess up my college years and then years above. But beyond that. So I was upset. I was of course, I was upset of the decision, but I understood the decision. And I thank him for just being strong enough to not let me play and not put me in a place where I could have been vulnerable and hurt myself even more. Oh, man. Well, we did bring another championship back to the Clayton County area with Forest Park. Now, of course, Forest Park is y'all's rival. (laughs) (laughs) So between Forest Park and Lovejoy, mostly always in girls basketball, what was what was it like hearing that they won the championship and y'all felt like y'all could have made it this year? Um, For me, it was a little different. I felt like if we weren't going to win. And I would rather them win just putting South Side of Atlanta on the map and just Clayton County. So it's never been like envy towards them. I mean, of course, when we on the court, we're trying to beat them with all we got. But outside of those walls, like, I still talk to Naya. I still talk to Jasmine. We're both Jasmine's on the team. Like, I'm still cool with their family. Like, we grew up in basketball together. So it's never no hate. And I congratulate them for bringing it back to Clayton County. Yeah, speaking of Sanaya, isn't she ranked higher than you now? Yeah, I think so. She, um, She's really making a name for Georgia. Now, I do remember in some of the rankings that I heard, because when I was with the newspaper that was in that area, we always talked about how it seemed like you should have been ranked and you never really were on the top 100. Now, of course, when you finally hit the top 100, we all believe that you should have been higher. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it that whole all the college coaches and, and not NC State, of course, I'm not picking on nobody from your recruitment pattern. I'm talking about the ranking boards. Was it because your size? A lot of people go for size over, you know, pure raw talent. Was it the size that you think limited you from being one of those what top five, top 10 players and the ranking boards at a younger age? Um, I definitely think that size plays a factor, but at the same time, a lot of these girls go to camps and like the John Lucas camp and USA trials and things like that. And like I said, I really didn't get started with AAU to really ninth grade, like the real circuit. So I wasn't really exposed to those type of camps. I didn't, I haven't went to like not one camp, but at the same time, I feel like rankings is really just people's opinions. And I respect it and what it does for you, especially like bringing a recruiting class that's high for your college team. But I don't really get too caught up in the rankings. Hey, rankings make the world go around in the high school level, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So another thing here that we're going to kind of hit on 
would be basically more about you, Jen. Um, a lot of people know who you are based on basketball. You're state championship winner, all state player, all county player. I mean, the list of accolades go on and on and on. I mean, if I were to sit here and write out every single accolade you have, I think I'd take about an hour just to <laughs> like fill it up. And I mean, of, of all those accolades, which one really set you apart? Which one did you enjoy the most or cherish the most? Uh, mm, the most... Well, for a personal accolade, I would say this year when I won um, Metro Atlanta Player of the Year because I didn't play my second, really the second half of the season, and I kind of felt like it, it really got me down. Like I was upset that it, my senior year had to go the way it went. But, you know, I trust God, and I know that he has a plan. So just when I won that award, that kind of it kind of boosted up my confidence a little more just knowing that. Although I didn't play the second half of the season, the voters still credited my first half and just what I've done the beginning of the season. So that probably meant the most. Now that's a pretty prestigious award, honestly. Yeah. Well, let's see here. We got your Lovejoy boys basketball team. Now, I know sometimes y'all don't get a chance when it comes down to the girls basketball team because y'all play before the boys. But mm-hmm. And then sometimes y'all leave. But did you enjoy seeing – the Lovejoy boys basketball team almost make it deep in the playoffs. I mean, they made it to the first round. Yeah, sure. They got eliminated. We all understand that it happens. Mm-hmm. They had never been in that position before, but do you feel like that's probably going to set the future of Lovejoy basketball as a whole? Cause you got a winning tradition with the girls and now you've got a tradition starting with the boys. Do you feel like that's going to set Lovejoy's basketball program apart from any other County school in Clayton County? I really do like watching the boys kind of transform into they what they are the senior year. I it's really been it's really been fun because just seeing their progress each year and how they they had Tucker like in the region championship. They almost had them just lost, you know, final seconds. But I do feel like Lovejoy will continue with the dominance and definitely girls, but then as boys too. And then we could really put Clayton County on the map even more than what other schools have already done in other sports. So if you could go back, and I know we have coronavirus that we're all dealing with. Mm-hmm. If it was a normal non-coronavirus time period for you with basketball over and everything. What would you be doing today? Would you be out there taking shots or in, in a gym somewhere? Would you work on the form? I mean, what would you be doing? Well, right now, 2.30, some Tuesday, um, I'll be in school right now because we get out at 3.15. But around, I don't have a fourth period. So my fourth period, I go shoot on a gun or like just work on things. And then depending on, because I was supposed to go to the doctor for my ankle, but it got rescheduled because of the corona. So I still haven't went, still went to be rescheduled. So just depending on what happened with that, I would probably, yeah, be shooting, getting up some shots and preparing myself for college. Now, what about the WNBA? As we know, Yes, again, because coronavirus, WNBA season's postponed. But the fact that the WNBA is growing, they've increased their salary cap recently. They've given the women more uh, money. And you've got your eyes set on even probably a future in the WNBA. I'm pretty sure you do. Yes, sir. So seeing that's the beginning, and you're not even in college yet, seeing that 
could possibly grow with endorsement deals beginning to happen. We got some really talented players out of Oregon playing. I mean, seeing all this now, do you feel like that's going to set up the future for when you step on that court in the WNBA? Of course, like the fight like the WNBA is growing at such a rapid place right now, especially because a lot of the players are voicing their opinions on um, on social media and starting to get more media attention. And that's really what it came down to, just sales and our revenue, the revenue that the WNBA produces. So I know that that's growing each and every year. And then the salary is getting better. And then we have NBA players advocating for us. So I'm excited for the future of the WNBA. And I know by the time uh, it's like five more years, I know it's going to grow even more tremendous. So, yeah, I'm excited. That's definitely one of my end goals. I want to be a WNBA player. So which WNBA player, should they still be around in five years? Or, heck, even now, which one of those WNBA players do you probably most idolize, represent, or even just look up her stats and just say, hmm, or look at her game and say, hey, maybe I could try something like that? Um, you talking just any WNBA player or one in my position? Any WNBA player. It doesn't even have to be your position group. Uh, I really like Asia Wilson. I always say I want to play with Asia Wilson. Just the dominance she brings as uh, a big. And I always, you know, as a guard, you always want to play with a good big to feed off of and dump in the paint. And um, just bring the attention to the paint because that opens up the outside. So always, you always want to play with a dominant big. So I would say Asia Wilson. Okay, okay. Now that could actually be interesting. I could only, I could imagine you playing <laughs> with a, oh my goodness. <laughs> I could. Wow. You might if you were to play with Asia and it were to be like today and you were already going to the WNBA or getting ready to be drafted and they drafted you. I could already imagine what kind of numbers you could put up already. (laughs) That's the plan. That's the plan, man. That's always a good plan. All right. So probably my last thing here. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to Lovejoy girls basketball, it's been Genesis Bryant and a host of other seniors that everybody just loved and cherished. You're about to graduate. And I mean, you really have no choice but to graduate. If you don't graduate, then you're not going to go to college. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So with your with your uh, with your graduation, you're about to see them turn an entire page because there was there's no other Genesis there. But there are a lot of talented players. Which of those talented players that are still going to be there once you're gone, do you feel like you can carry the love, joy, lady Wildcats to that next level? Um, I mean, it's a lot, really. But I feel like Mariah Spain, she's um, she's an upcoming senior. I feel like with her leadership and her tenacity on defense and her will to get better, I feel like she'll be the leader of that team and she'll really help the young people, when I say the young people, like Lanaya, she's going to be a sophomore. She um she actually put 14 points up when we played Forest Park the first time. And she's very – she's a big guard. So just with that big guard, with the leadership. And then Yanni, well, Ayana, she, um, she's Naya's little sister. But, you know, I've been knowing her since, like, fourth grade, fourth, fifth grade. And the way she shoots it and the confidence that she has, like, I just know that those three – they could really be a big three and carry this Lovejoy um, tradition. But, um, and then a newcomer, Bree, she's going to be a um, freshman. She went to Mines Mill Middle. She, she's so talented. I mean, she um, she's actually a Vonna little sister. Vonna graduated last year 
but she's so talented in the way that she can see the court at her age. She, um, I, I'm excited for them. Anytime that I come back and watch a game, I'll always be there, always supporting them, always supporting Coach King, Coach Lou, because Lovejoy will always be a part of me. I mean, we did we did the one thing that was never done in school history, and we brought a state championship back. So, you know, although senior year didn't go as planned, I didn't let that kind of overrule what happened in the last three years. I mean, even when we did lose in the state championship, it's just – we, we got one. We brought one back. And that's really the thing that'll stick most with me. Yeah. I'll, remember, I'll never forget. I was there for that, uh, for the one that you guys lost. Back then, the one that you guys had won, that was with uh, Luke Strickland. Mm-hmm. And he was there for that one. And every when he came into the office afterwards, he talked so highly of how Lovejoy just played. And it, yeah. it just kind of made me want to get out there and go. And even in that loss last year, I never saw the Lovejoy team give up. Mm-hmm. Even when you guys got down, y'all didn't give up. And it was good to see that you guys were still willing to get going. And Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. I said the last one was the last one. I got one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back then last year, I talked to Coach King, and Coach King seemed like he was pressed. He seemed very like he was under pressure. He was putting pressure on himself, and he didn't seem like he was happy. This year, he was a lot more laid back. Um, do you feel like that probably helped you guys a little bit more. It helped you guys stay relaxed a little bit more and felt like things were a little bit more under control. Um, you saying throughout the season? Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, when your coach and like any kind of a leader is kind of having a calm mindset, it kind of helps the whole team have a calm mindset. But I mean, Coach King, he always wants the best for us and he's going to get the best out of us no matter which way he has to do it. And that's how I always respect him for that. And I realized that I wouldn't be the player I am without him because I wasn't even coming to Lovejoy. I wasn't even zoned for Lovejoy. And, you know, I came to the Magnet program, came to the school, and I never regret my decision. And I'm so thankful that I got to meet meet people from Lovejoy and, and build those lifelong relationships. And, you know, Coach King, He's different. <laughs> He's different. He's going to tell it how it is. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. But you need those type of people in your life that you know would care for you more, would care more about your future than your feelings. I feel like that's one thing that he's always done. He he always knows what to say and what to do to make us be a better us. So uh, I forever thank him for that. Thanks for joining me on the show tonight or tonight. Yeah. Tonight, Genesis, I appreciate you showing up to Goodman Sports Talk Radio on 99.1 WDJY. And, Jen, I can't wait to see you up in North Carolina State, man. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks uh, for coming by and enjoy the rest of your confinement and containment. And uh, if you're going to put up another TikTok video, I want to see it. (laughs) Got you. Got you. All right. Thanks, Jen. Thank you for having me. I'm joined on Goodman Sports Talk Radio on 99.1 WDJY with Luella High girls basketball coach Latoya Brown. Coach Brown, how's it going? How's that coronavirus treating you? Man, it's going good. Um, you know, of course, very unfortunate, you know, going on right now. You know, just hoping everybody stays safe and everybody's, you know, everybody doing well. And me, I'm just hanging out with my nieces. So, quarantining. 
I understand. You know, on Twitter, I saw that you actually wound up visiting a lot of the players while under quarantine. There was a couple of videos that popped up of you showing up in their driveways, of course, socially distancing. That was great. But, you know, explain how that kind of all came together to go see the girls. Um, you know, it's always, you know, you've been knowing me long enough. It's always bigger than basketball. And, um, you know, of course, they're, they're going through a lot. You know, we got seniors that, you know, uh, won't have a prom. And, you know, we, we didn't have, get to have our officially uh, end of the season banquet and all. So kids, you know, are kind of emotional during this time. So, you know, I just want to go by and show my face and, and um, and put a smile on the face, so I was able to see a few of them, and I get out this this week and go go see a couple of more this week. So uh, definitely plan on going to see everybody before before this month is out. Understandable. So, Coach Brown, we saw Luella's girls basketball program have probably one of the most tremendous runs in girls basketball in quite a while, at least out of the Henry County area. We've seen you guys in the playoffs. We've seen you guys set records, set program records, set school records, heck, maybe even county records, honestly. But now the page has to turn. Um, you're, of course, you know, seeing Keeley, she's going to graduate virtually, of course, since graduation won't happen for, like, in a traditional way. So we're going to see a digital graduation for Keeley. So explain or tell me how, I guess, has the future started for Luella Girls Basketball? Um, yeah, man, uh, definitely, uh, Keely Brown, um, Tajanique, uh, Williams, and Camila Jenkins, um, my three seniors, yeah, it'd be, uh, definitely sad, you know, that they won't get their, you know, traditional, uh, banquet and, you know, officially goodbyes and see you laters and good stuff, so, um, that's, that's definitely heartbreaking for them, uh, you know, but, uh, on a basketball standpoint, uh, yeah, you know, as I said before, with Keely leaving, you know that was that was the end of a uh, end of an era. You know, I feel like a change, you know, a changing of a page. Um, it's definitely definitely starting uh, something new right now with the uh, with the program and you know, Money McNeil, Kamari Hollis, Zaria Bankston, uh, you know, Keely Brown, like that. You know, that group of group of girls. You know. Famous Shakira Lowry, so yeah, it's definitely starting something new right now. But I'm excited. Uh, you know, we still have uh, you know, Brielle from the latter part of that group, very young team, data, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited what we have and and turning the page. Okay, so Luella Body has always you know been there for you guys. Um, administration is always there, and going down to Fort Valley for the second year in a row. I mean, it's it's huge to even be on the uh, one of the top four teams. And for the, you guys to have still been the, one of the top four teams, no matter what the outcome was, being one of those top four teams for the last two years, does that kind of help build a better, a bigger foundation that we can't see right now? I mean, of course. I mean, when, you, when you're winning and you're accomplishing, you know, things, you know, like that, and, and um, same thing I told the girls. I mean, let's let's not be <laughs> let's not be foolish to be able to, you know, go you know back to back final four you know appearances. You know that's that's pretty pretty big. Of course, it's not you know what we wanted, but you know I've done my research and you know so on. It's, it's not too many teams that you know have been 
uh, fortunate enough to do, you know, what we have done. Um, I've also did my research, you know, seeing coaches in the state of Georgia that's winning three and four uh, state championships right now back to back. But, you know, for the first 11, 12, 13 years of their career, they didn't win one one championship. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, or even how, you know, was blessed to be in Final Four. So I think that we're definitely moving the program in the right direction, you know, right you know the right kids and stuff on board so uh definitely think that we had a community behind us and without a doubt on um, athletic directors and uh, my principal uh, jerry smith 110 percent behind you know behind us and what we have accomplished this far and what we're gonna accomplish understandable and you know it's not just the girls basketball program that really showed up well this year i mean the boys program looked pretty good and coach sat on uh Coach, gosh, <laughs> name just left my head at the, at the wrong Bailey. time. Yes, Coach, Coach Bailey. Bailey. Coach Lorenzo Bailey. He was uh, on your sideline there for last year's, not this year's, last year's run through the playoffs all the way up until Fort Valley. Mm-hmm. And was there anything that he, I guess, implemented with the boys on the boys' side that you were like, okay, hey, I taught that to my girls? Or was it uh, vice versa, just trading of – you know, uh, of basketball minds, because both of y'all's minds on basketball are, are just impeccable, to say the least. Oh, man, Coach Coach Bailey is great. I mean, uh, we, we definitely feed off of each other. Uh, we have uh, definitely long phone conversations, long sit-on meets, talking about different stuff, you know, that I see for his guys, that he see for my girls, you know. And, uh, we definitely use each other's advice here and there, but uh, when I tell you that that man is 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 absolutely unbelievable um the record and and so on it it just don't give him justice of his work ethic number one and um just just what he have put into these guys you know you think about the boys basketball team um you know we had we had three kids that (laughs) three kids was there you know last last year uh you know that that left you know wind up transferring you know and leaving you know, so I, I tell a lot of people, like, with, with the basketball girls, I've been fortunate enough to have my kids for four years, you know. So, you know, it's kind of hard when you uh, you invest and you put so much and then, you know, the kids leave, you know. They're not winning, you know, right then, then, you know, then they leave. But, you know, if you think about the guys that he's had the last two years, if those guys stay, I mean, hell, you're talking about two teams in the final four. And I know that without a doubt. So I'm very excited with, you know, with this particular group, uh, you know, all, the, all of those guys coming back and uh, not transferring anywhere. Uh, Luella Boy is definitely going to be pretty special. Uh, Coach Bailey, trust me, he know, he know exactly what he's doing, and, and I support him 110%. When we're looking at this season, you're a cross-country coach, and you know – I've seen you over the last couple of years. You always put extra emphasis on that endurance running, the ability to run, the ability to handle, you know, your kind of workout pattern and your workout pattern is not easy. I'm going to, I look, I tried trying to do some of the stuff I see that you put up on social media and I almost died. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so I know that you wanted the girls, you know, to be out there for track season and at least, you know, stay, stay active basically. Mm-hmm. With the way the coronavirus has unfortunately taken uh, in its in its path, we no longer have that ability to ah man, 
we won't see state championships this year in track. We won't see a lot of things happen this year for a lot of these players. So how are yes, you keeping sir. your younger man? It's, it's horrible. I, I actually cried. Yes, I, had, I had Jada Blanton, you know, I, I got Luella's girl track, a high jumper. I had her, you know, back to back state champion. She won a state championship last year. I had a, I had a definitely winning again this year. So that's, you know, that's definitely sad. You know, she won't get that opportunity to, you know, compete for a state championship again. And, and I'm willing to bet that she definitely would have been in that, on that championship round this year in Jada Blanton. Senior. I think so. I think so too. Because I mean, she was she was really my dark horse pick last year. Of course, you know, I, when I worked with the the local media down there, I couldn't really, you know, pinpoint or point out certain things back in the day. Yeah, that definitely ain't no door door horse. That that that's a that's a shot. That's a bright shining horse right there. I mean, Jada Jada is uh, freaking amazing. Bingo. Man, it's just so many things have changed for these young athletes. So how are you keeping the future Luella girls uh, basketball program, I guess, active throughout the uh, throughout this period? I mean, most of them would be running track right about now. So or well, doing some form of activity. Yeah, well, actually, you know, we we just, you know, pretty much our team, you know, of course, like you said, uh, me, me and Coach, Coach Bailey and I, we do cross country. So we do a lot of our skill and development and strength and conditioning and stuff. Uh, during that time, so you know, uh, if you remember my first year, we only had five kids, and, I, and we made it to the Sweet 16 um, that year. And I, and I never remember, I uh, never forget the Jefferson coach said uh, after the game, "Coach, you got a hell of a team." And, and uh, every coach that I talked to said, "There's only one way to beat you, and you got to be in better shape than them. You got to be able to run." Because her five girls was outrun your five any day of the week. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, you know, a lot of college coaches, once our kids get there, that's something that they definitely call back and, you know, commend the program on the girls being ready to go, you know, mentally, you know, mentally tough and, you know, being able to, you know, handle preseason and all because, you know, that's going to happen when you go to college. You're going to go out there on the track, you know, you're going to, that that's, that's not old school coaching. Like, that is still coaching. Like, you're going to go out and you're going to run two miles, you're going to run the bleachers, you're going to do all of this stuff. I mean, I went to Fresno State, I went Division One, and that's what we did, and it wasn't cupcake. There was nothing cupcake about it, so I just tried to implement some of the stuff that, that I learned from um, college and, you know, just give them a little a little bit of that, and, you know, I tell them, like, this is, this is baby steps, what we're doing, but if you can handle this, you know, weightlifting and all that we do, then you'll be fine, you know, when you go to college. Of course, it's going to be on another level, but at least you'll be prepared and um, know, what's, you know what's expected. But actually, my girls right now will be playing, you know, AAU basketball. So, um, you know, that's that's what they, pretty much my whole team involved in out there. Basketball season is over. They all go. They all go to uh, AAU basketball. Speaking of AAU, yeah, I just thought about this. You're good friends with Jay Moore, right? Oh, huh. Jay Moore. Yeah, he's a, you know he's a good guy. He do a, do a lot for you know for the girls in the in the community, uh, the girls in the on the south side. Period. You know he he's a a pioneer for making sure those girls you know get extra looks and all, you know, through college, college coaches, coaches and all, but you know, he, he does great. You know, if I, if I have a senior and, and, and I definitely, you know, think that she could play at the next level and, you know, it might've, you know, not been going so, so good. I sent, send, um, I could send Jay over a, 
a link, you know, and he'll get it sent out to some schools and all, you know. You know, Money McNeil played play for him as well. So, yeah, Jay, Jay's a, he, he, he does great things for Henry County Schools. Right. So, this past year, you want, you guys, uh, Luella, of course, if anybody doesn't know, Luella High School is a class 4A school. Uh, in the GHSA, you guys played against 6A perennial powerhouse Lovejoy High School, you know, mm-hmm. this year. And of course, the game wasn't a win, but seeing uh, Keeley against Genesis Bryant, you know, Genesis, what was that like to see basically two of the greatest girls basketball players outside of, you know, Sanaya Fagan from Forest Park? What was it like seeing Keeley and Genesis on the court together at the same time in their senior years? <laughs> I mean, you talking about two kids that can, you know, can flat out get it done. Um, uh, Genesis Bryant, you know, is 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 definitely a special special kid. Um, I'm I'm excited to watch her at, you know, NC State. That's one thing about me. I will say, like the kids that, you know, I I root so hard for these kids from other schools. Like, I mean, I was sent out stuff of coaches asking hey go check this kid well we're looking for this hey go check this kid over here you know such and such school like she she's great i mean genesis ron is, is amazing you know anaya boy uh it's it just uh janaya over at here uh mcdonough high uh i mean these it, it's just so many good girls you know in the in the county on that's at other other schools in the county you just you know you like to see them do well like you like to see them go off and you know do great things and on top you know keeling uh genesis similarities i mean hell genesis 4.0 student keely 4.0 student so it's, it's good to see kids that go for basketball they don't need basketball like they 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 use it up they, they actually love it but you know uh being a student athlete that's that's when you're talking about a kid is really really special when they can uh, uh, be great, be an All-American in the classroom, and then be an All-American on the court. That's when you, that's when you have kids and have parents that's doing things the, the, the right way. When that's your mentality, but it was it was amazing seeing you know seeing them go at each other at a Lovejoy game. But I mean, uh, for me, it was a uh, Jada Jada session and Jada Jada session had like 20 some points, 16, 17 rebounds that game. I mean. You know, to be playing one of the top teams in the nation for Jada Session to have that type of game against those caliber type type of girls. I mean, it was it was it was nice. It was you know it was nice to see. So Jada Jada Session definitely took over that game on both sides of the court. She was she was a woman of her own uh, that night. Which is huge. I mean, again, a lot of people that look at girls basketball in in and around the state, we look and we say. Luella High School is going to be good, and you always got to be aware of Keeley Brown. And and it's rightfully so. Keeley can take over a game if you let her take that game over. But then you didn't just have a Keeley Brown. You've had a you've been blessed over the last X Y Z amount of years that ever since I first came into the county with so many different role players that can take over a game if somebody is stopping you know the top player on that team at that given year. Yeah, and, I mean, my, and that's amazing. We had. Uh, Three of them, you know, if you recall, that made first team. Uh, that was Keely Brown, and me, um, uh, Kamaya Hollinshad, and um, Zoria Bankston, and Money McNeil was second team. So, 
yeah, we, we have been. We, we, you know, uh, money don't get injured the second second year. I'm sure, you know, we would have been in the final four before these last two years. So, you know, I, I, I have still yet to see that type of basketball. You know, you had Zaria Bankston and you had Kamaya Hollinshed, uh, and Money McNeil healthy, and Keely Brown healthy. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and then you had uh, Brooke Moore over at, uh, at Henry County. You had Janaya over at Henry County. Uh, Usuri over at Henry County. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, I think Dutchtown had the point guard blue. Uh, yeah, it was. It was some. It was some great basketball there. Those those kids could flat out play. <laughs> yeah, well, you know we're gonna get back there soon. I mean, we just. We might have graduated a whole lot of talent around the entire county, even in Clayton County. We had so much talent, and I'm pretty sure that talent is going to continually keep going because of the program's calibers that we have. Definitely, I mean, you, you mentioned Brooke Moore. You know, Brooke entered the transfer portal recently uh, from right, Auburn. Right, right. Well, I definitely wish her luck, you know, and um, her, her on the next journey. You know, definitely nothing but nothing but well wishes for her um you know one thing but one thing for sure you know brooke uh brooke definitely got that dog in her so she different so i'm pretty sure that you know hopefully she wound up uh being somewhere you know wherever she want to be you know i don't know anything about it but i'm wishing her luck uh wherever wherever she headed at understandable now back to keely real quick fresno state commit yo so when Keely came to you and said, hey, I'm going to go to Fresno State, what did you think? What did you say to yourself in the back of your head? Uh, well, I mean, you know, a couple of people asked me that. Uh, first of all, when when she, uh, you know, of course, me, everybody know me and Keely got a great, great relationship. That's that's, that's like my little sister. Um, through her whole little process of uh, recruiting and all, you know, we talked. She asked me a lot of questions and so on. When she decided that Fresno State was going to be in her final four, uh, my exact words to her were, I can't give you no more advice. And she, you know, she started laughing. I was like, I can't. I don't, I don't want to tell you, you know, my experience or what Fresno State was for me because we're two different people. So whatever you decide to do, I want you to be sure that that's what you want to do. I don't want anything that I say to persuade you to go anywhere. So honestly, when she made her decision that Fresno State was going to be in her final four, I did not conversate with her the rest of the, the time through her recruitment until the day that she came to me and said uh, where she was going to school at. But So that was like a maybe like a two week span or something, something like that. Probably like two weeks, two weeks um, span. I didn't, she wanted this. I wouldn't talk to her at all about college whatsoever. I wouldn't give her opinion on no school, Fresno, nobody. Oh, she got to figure out, um, you know, because I, I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, influence her in any way. So I, I just thought it was best for her. Once my, my alumni was in the picture, you know, to kind of back away from it and let her do her own thing on it. Uh, but uh, when she came to me, she said that she she wanted my uh, my Fresno State uh, banner out of my office. She wanted to take it down. I'm like, take it down for what? And then that's how I found out she was going to Fresno State. Wow. So you had to go. You went from you know helping at least guide her in the right direction for where she would you know best fit at to having to go hands off. I mean. 
did that I, were you sweating at any point? Because I know when when it comes down to your alma mater, I'm a big South Carolina State University, you know, advocate. I want people to go to South Carolina State University because that's where I went to college. But and I'm always going to advocate for my school. So when she when you found out and she told you, hey, Fresno State's in my final four amongst the other three schools and you had to go hands off Were at any point were you sweating or were you nervous or were you thinking she'll make her own right decision? based on what she wants out of her out of her future um i mean of course like with all you know all the girls uh i always we always talk about you know first and foremost do they have the major that you want you know that's the that's the number one thing uh you know, i always talk to the girls about making sure that they have a major okay if they don't have your major what's your plan b because at the end of the day one day basketball is going to be over for you whether it's WNBA, whether you uh, overseas one day sports gonna be over it's not forever <laughs> you know uh my god brother you remember Jarvis Jones played for the Steelers that was his favorite thing to say NFL stand for not for long so I mean it's sports it's not forever so what is your what is your back, backup plan and I always want them to think outside the box you know god forbid but what if I get injured I gotta have injured I gotta have something to fall back on and that gotta be my education uh, so I take that stuff very, very serious with them. Uh, but so not being ever. So we we had already went through those type of channels, you know, that we go through through the uh, recruiting process, uh, making sure that they have your major. Uh, make sure you watch film. Make sure you watch them to see their style of play. If you got to go on YouTube, whatever, like make sure you see their style of play. Ask the coaches about their style of play. Like, how do they like to play? You know what type of system you come from and what you're used to, but you don't want to go somewhere, you know, where it's slowed down and what, whatever, you know. And I didn't have that when I was leaving high school, a coach to, you know, really sit me down and tell me everything that you want to look look at and going to, a, you know, going to a school. So I try to make sure that I do that with them. Like, tell them everything that you want to look at for us, the living condition, everything you know make sure you talk to the players not just the players that they set you with for your visit talk to the other players the ones that they did set you with because if you get picked to be the person the the players to show the people down around your coaches think that you're a good <laughs> that you're a good person so i was always in that group that showed the kids around so don't worry about those those kids you want to talk to the kids that's not showing you around that, you know that you go see ask them how the coaches are, how the teammates, like how do, how do things operate. So we had already went through all of that, you know. So uh and then you gotta you gotta remember when you're talking about Keely, she has outstanding parents. Both her parents, you know, played at the highest level at SEC. Dad played football at Ole Miss, her mom played basketball at Ole Miss. So I mean she 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 had that as well at home with her and her her parents you know, uh, definitely made it, made sure that they was, you know, making sure she was going through the right channels and stuff as well. But yeah, that was, that was my number one thing. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, that I backed off of her during that process. And, you know, when I, I when I did find out that it was Fresno State, the Fresno State, yeah, I was, I was very excited, of course. That's my alum now. So when I go to homecoming and this, that, and thing, like we, we sister, we gotta now we go from coach player to sisters. Like we we you know, that's 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 how it is there. So we got a sisterhood for life. You know? and I know that she's gonna be great. She's gonna be the great out there for Coach White. 
and the Bulldogs, and you know, I'm excited for them, I'm excited for her, you know, and, and hopefully that she have a great freshman year. All right. So I'm not done with you yet, Coach. So I got to ask you, what do you think about the Atlanta Dreams and the moves that they have made this offseason? And we still have a season that's going to happen. It's just a little postponed for now. So I'm still holding out hope that we're going to have our WNBA season. What do you think about all the moves that they've made? And, I mean, just lay it on me because I know you follow the WNBA. So right. tell me what you think. Um, I mean – I'm, to be honest with you, just as a basketball person, uh, first of all, the moves that they've made, they have made is, 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 is crazy. Especially, uh, especially getting a big girl. That's gonna, that's definitely gonna help them, uh, help them a lot. Uh, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge, uh, uh, Aces fan. Like, uh, I'm, uh, Tamaya Young, like, that's, that's, that's my team. <laughs> so, uh, so honestly, you know, I'm definitely happy for Atlanta and the moves and stuff that they made. But, but I'm a I'm, I'm Asia Wilson. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with that group, that, that group of girls over there. I love what the Aces do out there. Uh, their, their energy and stuff when they play. So, I, 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 but I'm definitely excited, you know, for for Atlanta and the moves that they're made. Uh, I think they got January as well, right? Did they pick uh, up January? I don't. I don't think so. If I remember correctly, they picked up uh, Glory Johnson and Shakina Strickland and Blake Dietrich. They were uh, re- they brought back Blake. Um, <laughs> of course, you know they let uh, Angel go. I'm not right, entirely right, sure right, right. what happened with um, uh, um, Alex Bentley or <laughs> Elena Kotis. I don't remember exactly, but right. I'm still I'm still working through learning all that. <laughs> it's it's right. been a crazy free agency. I mean, hey, we had trade, <laughs> we had trade. <laughs> And I think the first move that the Dream made this year for the offseason was a trade. <laughs> they didn't yeah, even right, stop. Right. <laughs> they jumped yeah, out to I, a trade. I know the uh, the Sparks really they they really uh did good in the uh, in the free agency. Like so, it's gonna be interesting to see because I think the talent is definitely a little more spreaded out uh, this season versus last year. But I definitely want to see what uh, Cambridge is gonna do this year. So. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I am, really am excited for the season, and I do hope that we have one. Really do. Same. I mean, I, it's already been tough without sports. Could you imagine if we decided to go back, if we decided to reopen everything up with coronavirus, you know, the curve finally starting to flatten out, and the first mm-hmm. sport to grace TV outside of the esports that we have that's on now with, you know, iRacing and NASCAR. I'm a big NASCAR fan, so, you know, I could tell you all about it, but I'm not going to waste your time with it. Um, but it's like, could you imagine if the first sport that hits a televised network and when we get out of this coronavirus thing, could you imagine it being a WNBA game after Man, it, entire drought? It, it would have to be aired on everything. Like, you would have to air it on every, everything. Exactly. Like, everything. Like, turn everything else off and just air it. <laughs> well, you know, removing the draft. We got the draft on ESPN this year. On ESPN, wow. not two, ESPN one. So I'm going to tune in because I want to see who's going to get drafted in that first round with that first pick. And I think I have an uh, idea as to who. Listen, if it don't be your girl, Sabrina, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Man. I'm not on the board for nobody. She's different. Dude, if, if, wow. I can only imagine how, like, what the shockwaves would be throughout the W if Sabrina wouldn't be picked number one. 
yeah, like it's a no-brainer. I would I wouldn't leave her on the board at all. If it's due, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like I I don't even know what to compare it to. I I really don't. I mean, so. we might be looking at possibly. I don't know. She might be like you know Tamika Catchings. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I don't see her stand on the board, board at all. I, I know I wouldn't. Like she's, she's gonna be. I mean, she's already unbelievable. You know, can you imagine her in the next five years? Her game elevated. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know, it takes, a, it takes a lot to actually make these WNBA teams. There's not as many as the NBA. So if you're actually drafted and you're able to stay on a team for not even not I'm not even going to say a year, maybe even just two. If you're able to stay in the WNBA for two years, you know, you're doing something right. Right, 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 right. You know, you you do you get to doing things like Donna Taurasi, you know, (laughs) she's she's unreal. You know, I go watch her all day, all day, Donna Taurasi, put on any channel, I watch it. Dude, I think I could watch her all day too. That that's some serious gameplay right there that nobody really, nobody appreciates. And I I want I don't want to dread the day that's gonna come when she's gonna want to hang it up. Because if she ever hangs it up, that's gonna be. I think that'll probably either turn the page of the WNBA altogether, and we're gonna see a new W coming in, or that could be the day when the W falls flat. But with the amount of talent that's coming through middle school, high school, through college, getting into the draft, and the fact that we've even extended out the you know salary cap. We got more money for the women. We've got better sponsorship deals. We, I mean, so many new things happening for the W right now that the future actually would look bright probably past the, um, you know, Diana. And that's just saying, that's not trying to say, let's, let's push her out. I mean, that's just saying the future of the W is so bright that we we could we could be looking at something that's going to grow into a multi-trillion dollar business i i I definitely believe that without a doubt without a doubt like you know like you were saying you look at the things that that oregon you know did this year we just talking about the top two teams you're talking about that oregon uh sabrina jersey being sold out like you look at south carolina you look, look at the game counts like they are a trend they are a uh, they are trending. I mean, they are they are doing it the right way. You know, you know, you know uh, Don she does she she market them very well. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. So I think when you look at these college programs, what these college programs is elevating women's basketball. You look at Coach Yo, you know, at, at Ole Miss, you know what she's doing. Like she's phenomenal. You know what I mean. You know, it, it's just what people, you know, people see and, you know, believe, you know, believe in what she's doing and social media wise. I mean, she use her, uses her platform very well. You know, you look at what UConn have done, you know, this decade. And, and you, when you have these arenas being, you know, sold out and packed out for women's basketball at the collegiate level, it can't help but, you know, go to the transfer over to the WNBA. But like, just just like I said, you know, uh, in the past, it's always been, you know, the Stanford, the UConn, the Tennessee, but, you know, you got, like I said, like Oregon, South Carolina, that's packing out, you know, packing out 
the stadiums and stuff like it's it's crazy like women's basketball is definitely uh definitely with the you know money and stuff and better sponsorships and you know living situation and you know even in you know far as you know women that's pregnant uh putting them up in you know apartments and stuff and giving them stipends for that so the game is definitely evolving and it's moving in a in the right direction and, and hopefully get to the point where so many uh so many women will have to go over go overseas and play basketball in all you know in off season so they can actually be over here in, in the states with their family and training and stuff just like the men's do so right so uh question are you gonna go get drafted for the WNBA <laughs> say that again you gonna go are you gonna are you gonna you know put your hat your hat in i mean you still got the handles and i heard you got a killer mid-range shot so, Listen, uh, those days for me been long gone long over long over with just hopefully i i i'll be fortunate enough to coach one of those girls and be able to watch them on the tv in the WNBA. that's that's the only thing i hope for and, and, and they'll be successful like that but yeah my my basketball days don't go outside of me playing with the girls at Lula high <laughs> all right all right i tried i tried to get you yeah well that was Coach Latoya Brown on Goodman Sports Talk Radio on 99.1 WDJY. We air Thursdays, 8 to 9 p.m. primetime slot. Come and tune in and listen to us. Maybe we'll you know, bring Coach Brown back again a little bit later on down the line, right? Thanks. Thanks, man. Anytime. You know, anytime, anytime, D, just hit me up. Always. And Coach Brown, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming to talk to me during our quarantine days. Uh, hopefully you're not getting that cabin fever yet. And uh, maybe we can see you guys do like a do that little challenge, you know, where we see the women, you know, they have a ball in their hands and they like dress up or something. Because, I mean, you do got a pretty good fashion sense. So, I mean, I could only imagine how yours will go. Actually, it's already on Twitter. I did did one with the the drip queen herself, Jessica Kern, Coach Kern. Um, you coach. It's a few of us on there. Uh, well, I'm on there with a few of the college coaches. Uh, you have to log on to Twitter and you, and you can take it out. Oh, see, now I'm going to have to go take a look and probably you know hit that retweet <laughs> button. Got you, got you. Then so I got my girls cooking up something nice too, though. So, oh, uh, for real? Coming something from, from the Luella girls basketball team is definitely cooking up something. I can't wait. I, you know what? Them girls out there, they work their tails off and you know, I thought I was looking forward to prom because I love seeing the prom pictures that come out and seeing the excitement around prom. I never went to prom myself, so hopefully we'll see maybe the prom the prom dress show up in there and uh, right. you know, them having some fun while they're all kind of cooped up in the house during quarantine days. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, once again, Coach Brown, thanks for, you know, swinging by the show. Thanks, you know, for joining me. And uh, enjoy the rest of, I guess, whatever this is, uh, quarantine. I guess we're all grounded. So, right, right. Enjoy the rest of our grounded grounded, uh, sentence. Definitely. Thanks, Darius. I appreciate you. No problem.